This is CliffCentral.com. Hello, hello, everybody. How are you today? You know, when you hear my voice, it's time to live it up on a Cliff Central with me, Lerato Shabalala. How are you? We're still in August. Spring is so close. I can, I can, I can feel spring. I can feel the warmth. I can feel the, the margaritas coming. I can feel, I can, I can just feel it. It's, it, we're nearly there. So we need to hold on. I want to remind you guys that living it up with me, Lerato Shabala is brought to you by Taylor Blinds and Shutters. Here at Active Central, we celebrate freedom of choice with custom made solutions and so much freedom in style, design and functional choice. The on-trend Taylor Blinds collection is the perfect fit talking about perfect fit sometimes in life you happen to find your perfect fit uh romantic comedies call uh this uh the one and when you find your perfect fit you think we need to get married we're going to love each other we're going to have nice beautiful babies everything's going to work out wonderfully right (laughs) not really uh but once you find your perfect fit your house and that you're going to live in with your partner is the same as your perfect fit genes. They have to, you have to, they have to work with you. They have to compliment you. And so today I've got two very gorgeous ladies. By the way, if you want to see what they look like, you can go to our, yes, they look cute. You guys look cute. What's the Thank problem? Yeah, I love it. Um, we, you can go to our Facebook page, uh, living it up to see what the ladies look like, but you can also go to cliffcentral.com where you can download this pro- podcast, share it with your friends, your family from wherever they are. Remember, whether you are in Lagos, Nigeria or New York City, you can listen to cliffcentral.com wherever you are. I have Botanica Design and Styles, Michelle Davilius and Christy Milosevic here with me. How are you guys doing? Good. We're doing fantastic. I'm so happy to have you here because we're talking about merging styles, right? Uh, him and hers. But actually, you know, one of the things I want to be cognitive of is that couples come in different uh, shapes, sizes. So it's not always uh, genders. So it's not always about necessarily him and hers. It's more merging two different types of styles. So mainly uh, sort of somebody who's incredibly masculine and somebody who's feminine. Remember, they can go for either or. So I don't want you guys to be pigeonholed and think only men have a different type of aesthetic and it is women's month so we know it's a woman's world yes exactly so before we get into how you merge uh styles uh as as couples find your perfect fit when you find your perfect fit can we talk about botanica how did it start uh the name everything who you ladies are are you friends, no, friends. since since when varsity. Since oh wow when she let me copy her technical drawing <laughs> did you guys As pass you can see we were the underachievers oh. of our class <laughs> not very yeah. academic more creative yeah more creative. yeah so we met in in varsity and naturally kind of gelled together yeah uh, we went to a lot of parties passed a lot of tests failed a lot of tests <laughs> <laughs> went to the school of life and got a certificate for that too yes um but yeah christy's um her abilities are, are very good she's like a technical wizard and can do drawings really quickly and mm. creative i um you I, more on the networking side yeah yeah for so i've got this lovely 
networking ability that's working for us so yeah, far. Yeah, and it works for us. Brilliant. Together, yeah. yeah, and we've always, since our projects in Varsity, have had very, very similar taste and, and ideas. So we went into sort of different fields that you can go to in the interior design and decor industry, and we both felt like we had a burning desire to be entrepreneurs. Mm. And um, basically she started her company a year before I decided to go on my own. Okay. And then I went on my own a year later and sat there going, well, what on earth am I supposed <laughs> to be doing? Because yeah. we didn't study this kind of thing. We just studied interior design. So wh- what, what, what were your respective companies at the time? I was more of a freelancer for okay. two or three years. And you also? I was, yeah, I worked in the sort of more decor furniture sort of industry. Right. I a big, big passion for, for fabrics. and Yeah, I saw the textures are a years, huge thing. Quite yeah. Yeah. And um, so for me... That was sort of the route I took. Okay. But it was always hard for me to work for someone. So I, I, mm. I always took the lessons and I appreciated the lessons that I learned. But I made sure that I took what I could from that lesson and then brought it into what I am doing. Yeah. Now, basically. Yeah. That makes complete sense. So, Chris, while you were uh, freelancing, um, what lessons did you learn? Because uh, obviously, <laughs> Mish was like, I don't like working for other people. So, yeah, I'll learn what I learned and get out. It, it was quite a difficult industry to be in. So, mm-hmm. I just decided, took the chance to freelance and things just kind of fell into place and happened. I did, I mainly did drafting, yeah. more technical drawings and 3D designs for other interior designers. Which um, I think has been so interesting because you've now applied that to the business. Yes. I could see how your drawing experience yeah. has helped with the 3D. And it works well. It helps mm. clients visualize their spaces. I think we do offer something Before unique. Even built, they can sign off on, yeah. on that concept. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, it's very difficult for certain clients to visualize what a space is going to look like. So we do offer that. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, a lot I, of. I think it's very useful. Sorry to interrupt. No. There, but I think it's very useful uh, for people who are trying to think to themselves, what does uh, a 3D design actually mean? So if you watch a lot of these design shows, so in the beginning, like 20 years ago, not in the beginning of time, <laughs> but in the beginning of when people started visualizing and taking deco quite seriously, you had like Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous with Robin Leach and all these other um, shows. And people were like, oh, we appreciate it, but we don't see what it's going to look like yeah. in the end. Mm-hmm. And so you, you have a before and after without necessarily an understanding of a color scheme that you could work with, where your stove is going to sit. So yes. that's what 3D designs teach you if you're listening to figure out whether it's a pre-existing space or a space that's completely mm-hmm. open, what it will be like when you fill it up with stuff. So that's yeah. why it's so crucial. And it's also a long process. So it helps with... With the creative process. And seeing the final result. Yes. Yeah. Even done. Yes. Yeah. Yes. thing to be excited about. And this also helps for couples. Exactly. Especially if they disagree <laughs> on what they like. I mean, for them to see a final end result before it's actually done, yeah. then to check. Yeah. The- sort of calm down from that process. Oh, bless you both. (laughs) (laughs) So then how do you come together? So like, are you having like a romantic comedy night watching Sex in the City and you're like, friend, we should do something together. Or (laughs) we 
I wish it was that. It sounded that great. We had a lot of coffees together. Lots of coffee and, and wine. Yes. Tannica design. Those wine is very things. crucial. Yes. yes. Depending yes. on the time of day that get us by. Because it helps for creativity. <laughs> yes, well. it does. I always say to people that Ernest Hemingway said, write yeah. drunk and edit sober. There we go. <laughs> so, I mean, the grades have told us this. There we go. Yes. And in between there's coffee. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just basically went to um, to Christy one day and I was like, I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and she invited me to see what she was doing for one of her projects. Right. And I followed her for a week and then I kind of didn't leave her house. And that became She an came over and she never left. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so the name Botanica, where did that come from? So we liked, we've always included botanical sort of things in in our um we we like that sort of natural element bringing yeah. that the outside in and yeah. keeping it a peaceful and calm sort of space and we'd gone through a few names and i think we felt we were reading into them too much too yeah. so we wrote down a few things for fun and sort of saw it was left on the domain side and the more we said botanica the more we liked it and we signed off and said that's it yeah i mean i think what's nice about it is being south africans and being in such a beautiful i mean our continent is lovely mm-hmm. and how important nature is for the preservation of of life in general to when i saw botanica in my mind i thought it's wonderful because it relates to nature and people mm-hmm. seem to think that design is this otherworldly thing that, you know, is not part of nature. But like, even when you're in Joburg, a vase with water in it is bringing uh, an element of nature in. A uh, plant is mm. br- bringing uh, an, an element of nature in. So we need to stop being so literal about um, what design um, is it's not scatter cushions and a sofa. No, Do you know what I mean? There's no. so much more. Are your tastes similar? Before we get to, you know, how you help people, because where did you start? I mean, your design aesthetic, by the way, you can go to at Botanica Design, B O T A, can I spell? B N I, sorry, B O T A N I K A Design, D I S I G N, um, on Instagram to see some of, uh, Michelle and Christie's work. Um, did you, did you realize, oh no, we like the same things or did you have to dis- learn to disagree? We and, do okay. have the same taste, but then it's also 80% yeah. different. Yeah. Okay. okay. But then but Michelle yeah. will yeah. veer ourselves. off and then I'll veer off and <laughs> go, we are basically source random eclectic furniture and items that she might like and yeah, it just I don't know, it we, works. We do a lot of compromising ourselves. Yes. Okay. And we've never stabbed each other with a pen or no. anything. Well, that's good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We also have to compromise with our things. So what would you say are the 20% differences in terms of design? Not necessarily as people because that's none of our business but like in terms of design where are you guys like distinctly different where are we different? I, I might to... like something slightly more flashy than Christy. Christy, okay. yes. Christy doesn't like it, it. We always have had a joke in our friendship. She doesn't like sparkles and sequins and glitz. <laughs> Black and gray. And, and ah. I sometimes like to do that as a sort of a shock thing. So yeah. I think that's Christy, um, like sort of more simplistic things. Yeah. And then sometimes I go slightly more way out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like throwing a disco ball there. Yeah, yeah I mean, you can see it from the way that you guys are dressed. Yeah. I mean, your top is black, but mm. it's two different types of material. So, yeah. Sorry, I think in a fashion mind. Yes. And you are completely like classic. So, for me, it's like the American girl and the French girl yes. down to the red lipstick. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, I think you need, you need both because there are people, I'm sure that like the fact that you bring that flair mm. and the people who like the fact that you are just like pare it down, pare it down, uh-huh. make it simple, make it simple. She's the sneaker queen. She's got yes. the band. I do love sneakers. <laughs> They're the best. One day I'll have a shop. You see, I'm extreme. Like I'm either wearing the red lipstick and the outfit or I'm like the sneakers with the cap and the, I'm just so extreme, so extreme. So you, you guys, were, you were saying just now, Mish, that it's, it translates itself, that t- taste in um, maybe the light switch not the light switch but the lamp that you would choose mm-hmm. chris is very not very different but is 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 yours would be slightly more on the edgy mm-hmm. edgy <laughs> it gives you that little thing right yes. so where do you guys start when so let, let's say you know you're consulting for me and uh my partner where, where do you, what's the first thing you tell couples to think about? Because I, I'm sure as business partners, you both have had to uh, learn to compromise in some way mm-hmm. to yep. know when it's not worth it to fight over the cups because I actually want that sofa. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's in my mind, that's how I work. Is it really that serious to argue about this? So where do you start with people who have um, similar but different tastes or completely uh different tastes like where do you start with people who have to live together like advice wise i would say um before you bring in a third party (laughs) aka botanica yes yes, you you need to you need to sit down it's it's you you've got to understand i think it's a fresh start right and it's an exciting time for you in your relationship yeah it's emotional and it can be stressful and you need to make it as easy as it's going to be and try and enjoy this new chapter in your life. Okay. I think you, I would recommend you decide what you want to keep, what you want to sell and what you want to donate. Okay. So what you want to keep, what you want to sell and what you want to donate. Okay. And you have a very hard um, and thoughtful discussion on what items mean a lot to you and why. Okay. Okay. So you don't necessarily want your grandmother's china. We've had issues that you must decide why it's important. Yeah. 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 So let's let's go back to your your original point about decide what you like. Mm-hmm. I know I speak on behalf of most women who are in heterosexual relationships with men. Babe, whatever you want. Whatever you just, whatever you say is fine, babe. It's okay. Just whatever you want. And you're like, no, you're going to live here. Babe, it's okay. Just, you like that cushion? You know, I want to watch the rugby. And I know a lot of women get frustrated. And I think partners in general. So my friend, uh, Papi, and her partner, Lerato, they're actually going to get married. So they're very different. Like, Lerato's very um, masculine and Papi's very, um, um, uh, feminine. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm making a, an example using heterosexual people, but this is in general. When somebody says, I'm not interested in the cushion. I don't want to go 
from place to place. So how do you start when somebody says to you, whatever you want, we'll just go with that. How do you, oh, I don't know what I like. I mean, my boyfriend said that to me. I don't really, I don't know what I like. It's, uh, yeah, I'll trust you. You have, Michelle, you have better taste than me, baby. Whatever you say it is. So, So what do I do? We generally ask our clients to, before, when we meet with them to put together ideas of what they like, the husband and the wife. So both parties um, will put together boards and then they'll send it to us. And then we'll obviously draw inspiration from that and we'll try get the two to meet. So we'll obviously source our ideas and keep in mind what the couple wants and Mm. then basically mesh everything together and work from there but it mm. is difficult yeah. I also think what we try to encourage is both parties are important to us because yeah. right. you see in in all relationships there will always be a strong sort of personality and a more easy yes. going one yes. and um, we, we advise honesty from the start at the end of the day you're both working hard to put this roof over your head yes. you don't want to move in I think with resentment exactly. towards the other person um, so we recommend really being honest, and and if the the one partner has inherited <laughs> a hideous bed, try not say that it's hideous. Listen to why she got it from her grandmother and why White compromise. Means a lot. Yes, um, you can you can upcycle it, maybe change it, or or just listen to. Try not use words that are too harsh to your partner. Okay. You you dealing with feelings and emotions. Um, and then, as Christy said, I mean, Pinterest is freely available. You yeah. can start a board together as a exercise and, um, you can see sort of almost then how your house is going to look like. You could make your own mood board together and where there's missing sort of elements in a room, see it as an exciting time to shop together if that's your thing for right. that new piece. Or, um, if you can't see that happening, Maybe get an interior designer to come yeah. in and yes. mesh your tastes together to make a house that complements both yeah. of your styles. Yes. It's important that the space reflects both of you yeah. as a couple together. Exactly. It exactly. Is. Exactly. If you just tuned in, you're, lis- you're listening to Living It Up with me, Lerato Shabal. I'm talking to Botanica Design and Styles, Michelle Devilis and Christy Milosevic. By the way, uh, Rachel, who produces the show, says to me, did you see Christy's surname? I said, yes, I did. I was going to ask her how to pronounce it. <laughs> Doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you very much. You can check out their work on at uh, Botanica Design, Botanica with a K and not a C, mm-hmm. um, on Instagram to see some of the amazing, amazing work. So you say three tips, okay? And we'll read this out throughout the day. And remember, you can go to Twitter to hashtag Teletips to hear some of these, to read some of these tips that we've got. Figure out what you want to keep, what you want to sell, and what you want to donate. So when I was leaving my last house, one of the things I realized, I didn't want to sell furniture that was in bad condition. So, because I mean, you you want to make a good sale from from it. You don't want somebody and, and if it is not in good condition, state, like the it's a table with three legs and not four, you know what I mean? <laughs> Although you really shouldn't sell it because those things are things you should donate. So mm-hmm. there's certain things I gave away like to my gardener that I just thought I couldn't sell this and have somebody bargain me down. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm guessing to keep certain things, it has to do with sentimental value or usage even. Am I yes, right? Yeah. Functionality okay? as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So 
if I'm now figuring out, Christy, I now want to start. I don't know what I like, but I know I'm simple like you. I know very, very pared down. What can I use to help me figure out my design taste before I sit with you guys? What, so when I go on Pinterest, what am I look, looking for? Am I, or if I'm on Instagram, what's the first indicator of what your taste is if you think you don't have one? Everyone has a taste. So okay. I think you would have to have a look when you are decluttering, which is one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is also have a look at majority of the stuff you buy. I'm sure, I'm sure you'll find something, similarities between things. I mean, for instance, you probably love beautiful dresses. You've got yes. a beautiful dress on today. So <laughs> Thank you. it'll give you an indication of what you do. You'll have a tendency to buy certain things. So yeah. I think have a look at that. And from there, Maybe have a look at uh, Pinterest and look for ideas of things you do like, I would say. Yeah, you can usually so, type in, I don't know, floral dresses and it go. It always goes into interiors. Yes. Or on Instagram, you can see all of the search things and you can sort of look at like simplistic design. Yeah. And it, it has, we are so lucky with. With all the things that can come together now, yeah. there's just out of one search. It's yeah. so amazing. It's, it's incredible. Also, quality, I would say, if you're decluttering and deciding what you like and what you don't like, I would also go for functionality and quality. Keep yeah. those things in mind as well. Yeah, things that will last. I think uh, particularly if this is going to be your first home where you might have your first child, think of storage. You know, yes. things that are, are mm. beautiful. But so... When my boyfriend and I moved in together, one of the things I wanted to be able to do is have storage for toys because he has a four-year-old mm-hmm. who stays with us. Yes, right? yeah. So I didn't want a place that is really, really beautiful but not practical. I wanted to take yeah. certain things, hide them so that it can still look like adults live mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? So I, I chose storage that looked cute, but it was functional, as you were saying. So it's yeah, not it just because I think sometimes you choose something based on how cute it looks and then it arrives yes. in the house and then it's not, it's, it's not good. Um, I also wanted to chat about, um, feminine versus masculine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, quite a tough one. And you guys know what that means. Those of you, you guys are listening, you know, it's the blacks, the very pared down, the, uh, it's very, there's, there's no pomp or ceremony. It's just literally just, but not like, cause masculine can be really beautiful. So we just don't mean like big speakers and a huge TV. Yeah. That, that's not what masculinity is in terms of design. It's mm-hmm. just very pared down to feminine, which is more colorful mm-hmm. and, and those are complete, complete opposites. Where do you start when you just, you just, you're so different. <laughs> and I'm sure you've had couples like yes, that. So I obviously, <laughs> um, where do you start? You, as I, as I said from the beginning, probably, um, really think about what's important to you. Uh, we've had men who've requested aquariums by their bars. Um, a meeting was dedicated to to two hours on speakers and the security system. So that can always be interesting when we're coming into those sort of meetings. But I think. It's a good indication of where your relationship would be in general with yes. this, this person. One usually fixates over the other thing. So a man will say, for example, 
his whiskey lounge, like we've just completed a whiskey lounge, and he'll say, that's really important to me. Michelle, please can I ask, what is the difference between a whiskey lounge and a bar? <laughs> like a bar in the house. It's maybe more... Luxur- Slightly more masculine and, luxurious. and more intimate yeah. and more luxurious. I so do. it's the place after it's a really lounge good dinner that you you invite your girlfriend. You smoke to, a cigar. Yeah, the girls the men can, can do that too. All the men yes. are more intimate. Yes. Um, whereas, yeah, it's a lot more intimate and and. Yeah, you can relax and have a really deep, meaningful conversation in a whiskey lounge. I, feel. I think yeah. a bar is more loud. Sit so and watch sure. the rugby. Yeah, with that's your what beers I imagine. And scream at the TV, which is all great and well. <laughs> but I think a whiskey lounge is more. Let's have dinner and afterwards go yeah. sit and have a nice conversation. When you're and closing you the deal some, yes. and you're sitting on a Chesterfield couch mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, with, ah, okay. So you were saying you just finished. So I just wanted, because no. one of the things I have to do is answer the questions that people are wondering, like, Absolutely. what is a whiskey lounge, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And that um, was quite feminine and masculine. Yeah. So we recently did that for a client mm. and, and Christy and I were actually talking about, about it on the way here. And, um, we complemented that by adding really cool floral cushions into the whiskey lounge, mm. but still keeping it slightly masculine with the design elements that we picked. Mm. Um, and so I think this particular couple was quite easygoing because he said that's important to him. However, he was really nice with her having her feminine touch in there too. Mm. And I think... Um, Compromise, maybe break down each room to see what's important in each room. So if it's the bedroom, maybe the male would want a very nice, simplistic headboard and the female can come in with her, her cushions or the sort of choice of paint. Right. With mm. my husband, um, he's quite um, involved in the decor of our house, which can be a curse or a blessing. <laughs> yeah, depending because on I how have you to negotiate everything yes. with him too. And we have a his rule is I don't mind your flamboyant sort of taste. However, uh, the we're only going to two scatter cushions in the room. You are not filling the bed with five hundred scatter cushions. <laughs> so that's like a big compromise. Are you for inclined us. to have maybe six? Or I would love to have six, but I'm down. She's to on these. two. I, I'm trying to push the third one in, but I know where my boundaries are. There, <laughs> I've picked these very sort of baroque, elaborate cushions. Yes, and um, it's been a bit of a push, and he likes it, but that's sort of yeah. where it ends. Yeah. So I. I not that it gives me boundaries, but I respect that that is our compromise. Yeah, those are good. Mm. Yeah. Oh, boundaries, boundaries are good. Yeah. So break down each room, basically, yeah. and decide what's important. Or yeah. you could say you, the husband, can choose maybe the study and okay. then – the wife could maybe do the main bedroom, choose things for the main bedroom. Yeah, I think I, I think those I think those are such good uh, examples for people because I think people think like. Uh, <laughs> For instance, I think there are rooms that men are interested in and then there are rooms that women couldn't give a shit about. Mm -hmm. So it's like how uh, that's a good way to start with. To say, look, if the kitchen's your domain, 
then compromise you a little on the lounge. So, yeah. Yeah. So you want it to be how you want it to look. And then he can have, but also the bedroom, as you say, is a communal loving space. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where most of the yes. compromise Absolutely. has to happen. So Definitely. That, so that other magic can happen <laughs> in the bedroom. Scatter cushions can go on the floor. Yes. <laughs> and not always in an orderly fashion. No. <laughs> You're still tuned into Living It Up with Me, Lorette Shabrala. I just want to remind you that the show is brought to you by Taylor Blinds and Shutters. The Taylor Blinds collection gives you full control over the lighting, mood, views, fabrics, and style of your space. So, ladies from Botanica Design and Style, mm-hmm. what is our feeling about televisions in the boudoir. Ooh, so, oh, it's a touchy one. <laughs> because, you know... It kills the love. It, it kills kill the, the love. love. I mean, I always make this example of Sex in the City when Big thought that he was doing a really good thing by buying mm. Carrie a television in the bedroom. He was falling asleep in front of the television. Mm-hmm. There was very little conversation happening. Mm-hmm. But I also understand people like to wake up and watch the cricket uh, when see? it's cold on the couch. So how do we feel design-wise? I know these days TVs come in different permutations. You know, you get the ones that are hidden that look like paintings. You get some that pop up. But it is a television nonetheless. And we are talking merging two different uh, You see, this is already this is where we're we already clearing at each other. That we don't <laughs> I have a TV in my bedroom and Michelle doesn't have a TV in her bedroom. But Christy also is, she's a mom and, and um, sometimes she just needs some time in her room with okay. the door closed. Some alone time. Catch yes. up on on whatever she needs to with my glass of wine watching yes. just a random program exactly. staring at the tv exactly <laughs> whereas i'm just hell bent on no no if it comes in we're going to be falling asleep in front of it this is our space it needs to be calm yeah. no noise um, except for other sort of noises. Yes, of course, because those noises are very good. Yeah, really welcome that, noises. That, that's our space. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. Uh, there's no TV in, in, in my room. My husband has tried. He really is trying, <laughs> but I think that's the boundary I've put up that he, <laughs> that's not sort of, yeah. it's not you an see, option. For me, Michelle, the issue is I know I wouldn't have his full attention with Absolutely. the TV. I just would know that he'd be like, yeah, babe. Yeah, no, of course. So I, I, I want to feel like we are having a, a good conversation. It's the end of the day or the beginning of the day. Absolutely. So it's like you start and end your day in that space. So, you and know. Say you have the news going on and then something terrible is happening and then it can start your day off like that. Yeah. This is in your bedroom, you go to sleep there and you wake up there. Yeah. And that's how you, you choose to start your day. On sort of that note, yeah. But he had a bachelor pad where the TV was in front of the bed. Oh my god! And oh and, gosh. and and when you're still kind of dating, when you get to go away to your respective places, oh, you're you, like, ah, okay. You shouldn't be watching TV then in the bedroom. No, especially <laughs> in the honeymoon phase of the relationship. Exactly. <laughs> so, do you guys feel? What is a compromise? Uh, I'm going to ask you, Christy, because I think that as some, somebody who's a TV advocate, like how do you, do you hide it? Do you, 
What do you do? I mean, if you need to have a TV for whatever reason in the bedroom. I think you would just have to come up with a really nice design that can actually hide it so that you don't always see it and just it has to come with rules. So when you were approaching it in your house, how did you? We just, we do, I watch TV in the bedroom. We just have rules around it. So we basically, I only watch TV in the bedroom when my husband's away on business. And also we fight a lot over what to watch. We don't have the same taste. So (laughs) he'll sit in the lounge and I'll lie on the bed (laughs) and we'll watch two different programs. That doesn't sound great, does it? No, I think most couples, (laughs) it's very rare as well that I... Like uh, the same things that he likes But we've also done a few designs for TVs I mean there's great ways of doing Mounting it and putting it in cabinets And there's so many ways Of putting a TV on a wall Um, Yeah I think you just need to It's also compromise and it's rules comes mm. with rules. I suppose it could feel like you're in one of those hotels when you book yourself into a yes. hotel. Yes. always has a TV there and you can lie in your robe maybe sometimes and feel like, yeah. ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think that, um, I, I won the, 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 I call it an argument, but I won the thing now of no bedroom in, I mean, no, um, TV in the bedroom. But I think if I were to have one, if, if, like the the if is big and red and it's flashing the mm-hmm. if. Uh, if I were to have one, I'd like it disguised. Um, yes, I've seen that Samsung now and other manufacturers are bringing TVs that look like paintings. Yes. So only when you switch it on do you realize that it's TV. And I would have rules, as you say, Christy. Like yeah. no, I've also, you know, when you're there together, no TV. Yeah. I've also seen TVs that you can actually put it in a. Almost an enclosure. It looks like a glass, glassy mirror. Yeah. So if it's not on, um, it kind of reflects. It's like a mirror. So that's also not a bad idea. I wouldn't mind lying on my bed. It's my yes. glass of wine exactly. and a mirror. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Maybe on girls' night I'll join you. <laughs> oh, we should still have one. Yeah, I'll pretend you guys are in varsity yeah. as well, right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, um, and, and, and guys, if you want to, like I said, if you want to see the, uh, Christy and Michelle's work, you can go to, uh, B at B O T A N I K A design D I S I N G on Instagram to see the wonderful work that these ladies do. Also, you can download this podcast on cliffcentral.com or go to our Facebook page, Living It Up or, uh, my personal page at Lerato TJ on Instagram and Twitter, um, to see some of the wonderful work these ladies do. So, what are the biggest issues that couples face when merging, particularly mm. when they have uh, two different design styles? Like, is it the sofa? Because I know like women are very specific, like, oh, I've been dreaming about the sofa. Meanwhile, the sofa is not the kind of thing that you can never bear over and it might be hard to clean or the guy has always wanted black walls and she's thinking, um, thinking canary yellow or something, you know. <laughs> so. This reminds me of a particular project we did. You can't mention names, no. Christy. Yeah, but you can <laughs> allude. You the story. Yes. What project are you thinking of, Christy? Oh, we had a project where it wasn't a married couple. They moved in together and they both had old sentimental pieces of furniture but it was completely 
different from each other. Do you remember with the? Yes, he was very modern and she was very antique. Yes. And they had a massive storage room of just furniture and it was, it was quite difficult to reach a compromise there. So what's the compromise there? It actually, I was very proud of the couple because at the end of the day, she was holding onto this bed that couldn't fit through the door <laughs> of the project. <laughs> And oh boy. He, he even suggested taking it out in, in sort of pieces. And I think for that particular project, she realized when seeing it in the house, it was also in a very modern apartment. And um, when seeing it there, it looked awful. From a designer point of view, I mean, we could have done one or two things to it, but then she realized it was mainly sentimental value. And she didn't want to augment it. She didn't want to update it or change no. it, or... it. It was about 200 years old and her great-great-grandmother gave birth on the bed and her mother gave birth on the bed. So, yeah. I see. And the it's husband wanted a fish tank upstairs. So, yeah. <laughs> it's quite a challenging so project. Different. It is very, very different. But I think I love one it. of the, the pros that they... They got as, and I think any good interior designer will be able to do it, yeah. is that they actually used sort of, we became their psychologists. You're almost and like therapists sometimes. Yeah. 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 Just a yeah. long process. Because I mean, I, I assume you guys are coming in cold, so you we don't are. have any historical issues. So you can say, look, I think he doesn't want it because of this, but personally, this is why I wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? I think it's nice when you are in the middle. That's what designers, that's one of the things, that's why I encourage people to make contact with designers, to speak to designers, because that's what you're actually there to do. Because even though your partner is right sometimes, just because it's coming out of their mouth, you're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And and it usually could be the battle the battle of the personalities, basically. That, yeah. That's what happens. Yeah, and you exactly. Actually, you, you forget about what your main goal is, which is the ex- exciting chapter of your life of moving in together. Exactly. So exactly. if you can afford a, like a professional psychologist and designer, I would highly recommend. <laughs> yeah, kill two birds with one <laughs> stone. If you can't, as I said from the start, just decide on, on really what's important and why and sit down and have a lot of wine discussions or tea or whatever your thing is. And just really say these are important to me and why and go back to the original thing of putting a mood board together and seeing how this whole look and measuring everything. Please measure your stuff before you move in. Yes. Some of your L-shaped couches will never fit into that space or through the door or if you're living in a flat. Also measure before you go up, by up, furniture. Up yeah. about how it's going to come in. So please, yeah. when you move in together, consider that because you will put so much stress go on your Go buy a measuring tape. Don't do that. I wish somebody would have told me that. Go to Boulders <laughs> and do it. <laughs> <laughs> buy measuring tape. No, it's a big problem and people buy furniture and they don't measure and I mean then you have a couch that doesn't fit into your lounge and you've spent your savings on this beautiful leather couch. Yep. And or when it arrives they doesn't fit. Yeah. <laughs> so or maybe you the party that had the fight about keeping the couch and then you realise actually you're it wrong. It doesn't work. Yeah. And it doesn't work and then you have to swallow your pride. So, so you I checked the size of the room. Mm-hmm. But I didn't check how you get upstairs because yes. I'd always lived on a that bottom a floor. Problem. And when the guys were bringing in the couch, you know when people are swearing at you, but oh, because wow, you're the yeah. client, yes, they they were just like, how the fuck does she expect us to get this mm-hmm. big lugging this, this couch bit. to the third floor? Yeah, they were like, we're gonna have to go back. It's gonna be scratched. I was like, no, Putty, please try. <laughs> 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 they got it in, but it was incredibly difficult. Oh. So how do you 
Um, and then I want to go back into some of the stuff that you do, but just to go back to today's mm. topic, how do you add masculine elements without it being too masculine? And how do you add feminine elements? Because now this is the compromise side of it. So if you can't have a pink room, you know, ladies, how do you, how do you add pink into your life without necessarily making everything pink? pink. What are the, what are the textures you can use that invoke, um, the feminine and the masculine? If there is such a, th- if, if there, there is, is such a thing. No, there is. I think, cause we've done a bedroom where it was, the client liked a lot of pink. So we just toned it down with muted pinks and added some charcoals yeah. and blacks. And I mean, if, if, let's say for instance, it's a, a floral print, you can look for something more abstract, more masculine. It doesn't have to be little daisies and pink flowers. Absolutely. It can be mixed with maybe chess. <laughs> There's so much or to choose from. Stripes or, yeah. Um, yeah. Bring yeah. leather into it, a bit uh-huh. of leather. Yeah. Yeah. And what about color? Are there color compromises? Um, whether we're talking paint or whether we're talking other, and, and, and not necessarily in like beige. You know what I mean? Cause that's an obvious. Oh, oh <laughs> beige, beige and cream. Yeah. So, you know, like for me, beige and cream, like remind me of like the early 1990s oh, no. when we were discovering that we might have taste, but, Sorry, and if you're, look, paint what, your house, whatever you like, no, which is snobs, work. but like, what is a color compromise that's not a beige? Because for me, beige is very vanilla. It's very, it is very vanilla. It's just lacks imagination. No. A color compromise. It's usually like color therapy. One party is hell bent on one color. So we come in and that's where you come in with a good color wheel. <laughs> yes. And you see what colors sort of work yeah. in between. You go and prepare. And we kind of compromise with the colors in between sort of the main colors that they like. And right. we usually always come prepared with some fabric samples, especially if we feel like it's a difficult, difficult client okay. and fabric samples are usually an indication of the colors that they're willing to go for. Yeah. So if, if one party doesn't like purple, we'll go in between and find something that, okay, well actually this sort of blue's got like a hint of purple in that the husband likes or the wife or whoever. Um, but it's sort of, with that, it's almost like color therapy. We decide with all the colors that we bring what sort of works, and that's how we do our theme. Mm. So it's to go in between the actual colors. There are so many colors in this world, it's mind-boggling. You mm. will eventually choose a color that can work for both of you. Yeah, that's actually quite true. That I didn't realize how many colors they were. You know, you just think like, oh, I just want a gray. And then there's like a dark gray. And there's, then there's a million. And then you can do shades millions. of cream and maybe just sometimes we push our luck and throw in a pop of color in yeah. between the creams just to liven it up a little bit. What's our feeling about wallpaper? You know, there's a show sometimes on BBC that kills my, my things with wallpaper. There's a lot of <laughs> Yeah, I know stuff. which you, show you're talking you know, about. Like you have amazing tacky, wallpapers, tacky. but then you also have very... And in this day and age, I, I mean, I can't even personally keep up with all the beautiful wallpapers. Yeah, and and there's gorgeous, there's so gorgeous if combination. If applied correctly by an expert, please don't try do it yourself. Um, if applied correctly, because yeah, it, it can have bubbles, it can the wall can go very wrong already, and you don't know. Yeah. And you've spent so much money on this wallpaper, but we do like wallpaper. It can look really, really good if it's if, done correctly, if, if it's executed yes. in the absolutely. right way. Yeah, absolutely. Are you talking about the two guys on BBC? 
Oh, is this a different no, show? No, I think I know what you... It's show the, where isn't a lot it the of Great Interior Design Challenge? No, there's all of it. It's all yeah. of it. Sometimes I want to go to the seen a lot of, say, Yeah, because oh, Justin so and choice. what's his name and Colin, oh. they yes. kill me oh. with how much wallpaper. They, it's just, they I'm always just like, do wallpaper. Yeah, I mean, in every room. Mm. And remember in the 80s? Necessary. Yeah. Remember in the 80s where every room looked like a different horror <laughs> See, oh. because of the of the wallpaper, we like the house to flow. There yeah. must be different rooms, but I think it yeah. must have a general sort of flow going through it that sort of unifies everything. Um, as that's quite an old school sort of concept, but we pro wallpaper if thought through properly and applied correctly, and potentially doesn't have strange. Sort of patterns that I yes. see. <laughs> you have to live with it at the end of the day, so yeah. we never ever dictate. Wallpaper is also expensive, so I would say if you are going to do it, do it properly and choose something. Choose an amazing print. You get some great wallpapers. Yeah, then, no, definitely. I've yeah, seen. But then on the other side of the spectrum, you also get some really dated, yeah, well, boring just like, cream. Yeah, and you're just like, what Coral. am I meant to do with this? Uh-huh. Yes. So. Before we close off, I can't believe how much an hour goes quickly. It goes quickly. Yeah, yeah, it goes very quickly. Um, let's talk about the most important bedroom, board, uh, excuse me, room, the bedroom, when you are, <laughs> uh, compromising. Um, because as you say, I've noticed a lot of guys don't like a lot of cushions, but how do you make it Sexy. How do you make it, especially if his bed was just like, you know, like one of those long flat beds with two white cushions. <laughs> like how do you do it? Like this to the, the day show where kids are around. Start with a comfortable mattress. <laughs> yes. A good mattress. Yes, Very a good, good mattress. mattress. Because, good bed. Because good it will be put through its paces. Yes. And you know, good duvets, good pillows. Please. There's yeah. so much good. You want to be com- comfortable yes, when you're watching TV in bed. <laughs> no scratch stuff. I mean, this is part where you spend. <laughs> Going back to, to daytime uh, radio. Um, this okay, is the place this where is... you sleep and, and relax. And this is where your body needs to take its time. And there's nothing worse than sort of itchy fabrics that don't, they don't air well. And, and spend, yeah, I would definitely spend money on the bedroom. So Christy, can I tell you why I agree with you? Why we need to sit on this a little bit. I spent a, a, a lot of my time in my twenties sleeping on very cheap and nasty. <gasps> so bad for bedding. you. You were possibly a student. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I also had me yeah. too. So did we. And I didn't know what I wanted. And then I started, you know, when you start going to hotels. Oh. And you love that luxurious, nice threaded. We want the thread count is up to you, but if you can go up to two hundred and above, do because it really makes a difference mm-hmm. and when it's crisp and white and then I realize ah wait I'm an adult I deserve I need this to in my feel life you do luxurious and I need thick pillows that make me feel like I'm in a cloud of happy la la land exactly mm-hmm. and it's where you you de-stress and yeah relax you relax want to be in that you want to wake up fresh exactly and I realized I needed to spend that much more money. It was not about having 500 different types. There's a yellow, there's a pink. If you have six really good sets of bedding, like 
with a very good thread count and thick pillows yes, that can make lost. you feel, give you such restful sleep, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So spend the money. Spend and it's also money. your sanctuary. It's where you go and people and, annoy you. you know, <laughs> exactly. If you get that right as couples moving in together, who who wouldn't want a comfortable bed and great linen? So yeah. if you get that right, that's also your step into to compromising. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yes. And what are the other things? I mean, can we talk rugs? What are some of the mm-hmm. things as, as well I they love bring? Rugs. Um, love rugs. And throws, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah throws, rugs. Yeah. So agree sort of on a, a rug that sort of pulls the bed in together. Okay. So whatever scheme you've got going together, the rug will sort of complement it and always put everything together. Mm. Um, we usually put a rug underneath the bed for that reason, just to tie in everything together. Um, it doesn't have to be anything bold and, and dramatic. Mm. Um, I think if if you're going for very sort of dramatic colors in the bedroom, maybe keep your rug mm. muted down, mm. but still nice. You still want to see it. It still is a feature. Um, and then with your partner, keep if, it if simple. Your partner's, yeah. If your partner's got more of a, a masculine taste, perhaps maybe a really sexy leather headboard. Okay. And you can then look at some, Really nice, maybe if he doesn't mind or she glitzy sort of bedside lamps or cushions. Yeah, mm-hmm. good lighting as well. Oh yes, good storage. But also decide on what your budget is together, um, which is always quite important. Mm. Um, and I think basically at the end of the day, just agree on the fact that you're going to be both spending a lot of time in this yeah, room. Exactly, and if. Rather invest, as we said, in the, the, the mattress or the, um, those sort of things. Because if you, if you think about it, a scatter cushion is maybe a fashionable thing. You can always chuck it. So you can mm. say to your partner, look, this is only going to be here for six months. And after that, we'll try a different trend. Yeah. And that's how you can create a whole mm. new look. Yeah. Cause I was going to ask about dressing your window and the amount of light that comes into your bedroom. Mm. You know, when you're in a hotel, the drapes are very thick, obviously, because people are coming from yes. different time zones. So people yes. want to be able to come in and sleep, but this is your home. So w- w- what, how are you dressing your window? I mean, is it a blind with a, a drape is it really dark blinds is what kind of yeah i know shutters seem to be yeah i've got american shutters in mine and um we've had a few clients with it yeah i think they're really really good um my partner prefers a room that's pitch pitch dark yes and they usually usually use a block out for that okay and um I don't like that because then I'll never wake up at the right time. So I like to see a little bit of natural taste. Okay. It's a very personal thing. It is. Where I'm, if I'm in a hotel, I don't mind sleeping late and not knowing. Yeah, because you're on vacation. You're on holiday. Yeah. yeah. So, so what's the compromise there? If you, your partner likes a block card, but you want to see a little bit of light, what's the middle ground? So you can have beautiful American shutters and then over that you can have beautiful curtains. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of our With compromise. a good blockout. No, yeah. And, um, blockout also sometimes protects the, the fabric of the curtain too. So okay. you've also got a cheap and nasty curtains will always look awful and you'll never ever want to be in it. So it can be an investment point of view too. Yes. However, if your budget doesn't suit that, then you can also change it on an annual sort of basis. Yeah. But, um, I think compromise on, on what, what times you need to wake up too. 
maybe you guy maybe the couple has to be up at six AM and the alarm clock doesn't cut it. Maybe you getting in, you you would need natural light to come in just to wake you up. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. And also where the house is fa- facing is also yes. very important. Because if you have that glare that's constantly, you know, you might want to just dull yeah, it absolutely. a little bit, you know, like absolutely. I, the issue at your house is the issue at my house. I like it to be peach, peach, pitch dark. And he likes a lot. He likes light. A lot he of likes light. to see. You know yeah. what I mean? He doesn't want to hit his pinky toe. And I'm like, I need to sleep. <laughs> yeah. so, I think so artificial lighting is also quite important. I mean, if you like reading, spending mm. a lot of time in your bedroom, that's also something to consider. You know what I've figured out about artificial lighting? The reason why some of my lamps just go off recently. And it's really a mood killer to have to go up and have to get up from the bed and switch off the light. Mm-hmm. Yes. In the middle of very important moments, you mm-hmm. need to be able to just, you know, slide on over, hit the light, dim the light, <laughs> and keep it moving. So I think... <laughs> get those special ones. That yeah. have, we haven't done that an installation with that yet. Exactly. <laughs> so artificial light is important. Yeah. And it's also important in terms of what you're looking for. I mean, do you want a lamp that's really decorative and tall and beautiful? Or do you want one that's really close by? Or do you want one... It's really up to you. But mm-hmm. I, I, I'm with Christy on this one. Really choose... Good artificial Yeah, it's quite important And also there's a lot of options out there now A few years ago they weren't But I mean you can get a ceiling lamp Exactly Standing lamp Exactly Wall mounted Yes Head torch (laughs) (laughs) We're still We could try that one day (laughs) You're laughing I have to wear a head torch when I read a book Because my husband's very sleep sensitive Likes the room dark So Yes I, I shouldn't have what, said that. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder what makes, cause it's a personality thing. It's definitely a personality thing. Yeah. Like I don't, like I'll say, I'll say to my boyfriend, look, sleep. D- don't worry. Switch off the light and I'll come in. He'll be like, no, I wanted to see you when you get in the room. I'm like, how are you going to sleep with all that light? But we're, <laughs> we're very different. Like I need, I really need darkness. Then I feel like I'm sleeping. Yeah. So yeah. I can sleep through anything. Life, You're dog. so lucky. You're so lucky. I really, really, really wish I could. So before we wrap up, and by the way, if you want to download this podcast with Michelle and uh, Christy, just go to cliffcentral.com on all the social media networks and download it. Or you can go to my Facebook page, uh, Living It Up With Me, Lerato Shabala, to just see some of our previous shows this month. We've talked to Mpo Vekia, who um, has decorated, uh, from Urban Native, who's decorated some of the Nando's around the country. Um at, at Urban Native, excuse me, at Urban Native, and she's been f- phenomenal. So we've had all kinds, Erica Skalvig, all kinds of uh, different people this month. It's been fantastic, and we're trying to stick with ladies as much as we possibly can because it is Women's Month. I wanted to ask you guys about if somebody wants you to use your services, by the way, it's at Botanica Design on Instagram. If somebody wants to use your services, but they want to figure out what your aesthetic is, what does Botanica stand for in terms of design, in terms of style? Who's the kind of person that would relate to you and want to use you? I mean, I think it's everyone, obviously. Um but what would your design, your approach to design, how, 
how would it be? Because I think one of the things I haven't done over the year plus of doing the show, um, this podcast has not really helped people figure out how you choose a designer. Because you, how cho- you choose a designer is how you choose an architect. You know what I mean? It's, it's, we've learned not to take things personally. It's, it's such, you, in, Having an interior designer is an investment. Yes, it's, it's it's not cheap. It's not a free service. I I would recommend that you we do an interviewing process with okay. with the client and ourselves. If the client they're by no means obligated to use us if they are not sort of in tune with our style. But we never form a dictatorship with our clients. Mm. We we have our own things that we like. But we never ever say, this is what you have to have in your home. I mean, one of the things I found commendable about you guys is that you do, um, uh, free Skype, uh, consultations. Yes. Um, but obviously those are not the same as being on site because once you're mm. on site, that's a very different thing. Cause the reason why you charge for that is cause you see the space. Yeah. You have to take time off to be there, but mm-hmm. the ladies do do that botanical designer style. You can sit with them. Obviously if people are in Mozambique, it, it, it works in that way. I think at the end of the day, it's, it's quite a difficult question to answer because We've we've gone back and forth. We would love to create our own sort of very distinctive style that if you want us, you would have to have you would have to like, for instance, black, red jeans, sneakers yes. and combine yes. those into your looks. Yeah. With us, we find that it's your money. We don't have to live in your space. Exactly. So if you see on Instagram or whatever, we've got our taste, but everything looks quite different because we've got different clients and we make sure that their needs are met and their decor styles are met. Yeah. So we, as I said, we have things that we like putting in if they're open to that, but it's, we don't have a very distinctive style because it's what the client wants at the end. Yeah. The and I think that's a wonderful thing. Also, you don't box yourself. No. You know what no. I mean? And it's quite fun because then we're actually challenged to constantly change our look. Completely. We're never sort of stuck in one sort of yeah. thing. Completely. And that's how it should be, yeah. I think. Yeah. That's exactly how it, how it should be. Um, if somebody wants to use your services, do you have an email address that you can give us? Yes. Not your personal one. You know what I mean? You don't want people spamming you, but the business one where people can email you. Well, you can contact um, Christy or mm. Michelle at BotanicaDesign.com. Oh, you guys are at .com. Mm-hmm. No wonder you. We've just moved from .ca, .co.za to .com. Okay, so that is C-H-R-I-S-T-I Correct. at .com, And that is also M-I. This is a different email address, people. Okay, so that was Christy's email address. That's just read now. I'm going to read Michelle. So it's M I C H E L L E at B O T A N I K A dot com. Design dot com. Excuse me, design dot com. Um, if you just want to use their services, just to run through the hashtag Taylor tips for you. Um, According to Michelle and Christy, remember, figure out the three things you want to do. What do you want to keep? What do you want to sell? And what do you want to donate? Especially if both of you have family heirlooms or anything like that you come with. Decide what you are individually 
gatekeeping that will work in the new space, what you are selling because it doesn't work with the new space, and what you can donate. And donation is really good because it's a way of giving furniture life and not throwing things away and helping somebody else start a life of their own, which I've done and I think you should do. Also, Look at what, uh, at ideas, start looking for ideas. Look on Pinterest, look on Instagram, look around. The internet is a wonderful space. Figure out what you like, what he likes, put a mood board together, then email <laughs> Christy and Michelle and say, I think we know we're what we need you. to do. We think we're ready. I just want to remind you guys that Living It Up With Me, Little Joshua, is brought to you by Tiller Blinds and Shutters. Turn your window or doorways into your room's best accessory with Tiller Blinds and Shutters. You'll be spoiled for choice between Taylor's aesthetic blinds and functional shutters, which bring a world of color, texture, patterns, and taste to your space. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you Michelle for Christy, this has been wonderful. We should go out for wine later. Yes, we should go out for <laughs> wine later. <laughs> I think so. It's a short week. <laughs> it is a short week. We will catch you guys. I will catch you guys next week. Have a wonderful time. Remember, it's Women's Month. So, hey, be Happy nice to lay. <laughs> Bye, everybody. This is CliffCentral.com.